Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Come As You Are podcast. I am your host, Mimi Styles, and we are going to talk about a lot of different stuff today. Thank you for being here. I feel like I haven't recorded in a while because I just got back from Mexico. Um, so I'm going to start by talking about that a little bit, I guess. Um, yeah, I was in Mexico in Cancun for a week. And it was beautiful, amazing. The weather was great. The sun was hot. But it was exhausting, let's be honest. Um, Because of the way that I take care of my body now, to treat my body that way for that long really started to take a toll on me. Um, And by treat my body that way, I just literally mean drinking. So much drinking. That's kind of like the culture of Mexico. Um, like the, the drinking culture of like going to all-inclusive resorts and you're with all these friends and there's a ton of Hudson people there too. So it was really funny running into like people that I was like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were here. I didn't know you were there. And then it's like, oh, this person's little sister's here. I know your older brother. What I, I don't know. <clears throat> it was like a reunion down there. Uh, it was fun. It was awesome, but I am happy to be home. I'm happy to be eating whole foods and drinking lots of water. And I don't have plans to drink anytime soon. So a little bit burnt uh, from that, but it was amazing. So grateful. I tried to stay present throughout the whole uh, whole week and really soak in everything because I do love Mexico. I do love the beach. Um, I just, I think I'm not built for those kind of trips anymore. And honestly, I don't think like me and Ellie, my best friend who I went with and her family, she was kind of like saying the same thing. Like we're like, maybe we can't do drink like this anymore. Um, I think the only thing I didn't like about the resort is that it was so like, it, it was beautiful and huge and amazing and so much to do. But like what I've realized what I like about traveling is immersing myself in the culture of wherever I am. And you kind of miss that when you're in a big resort full of white Americans. (laughs) So I went to Xtapa five years ago and we got to, I know people are like, don't go off the resort, but I loved going off the resort because we got to see the culture and more of the people and the lives they live. And yeah. Okay. Anyways, Mexico rant over. It was great. Awesome. But I'm glad to be home. Um, the other thing is, this is like a kind of a big announcement. Um, I have officially signed on to get my certification to become a spiritual life coach. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I was, this has been something that's been stirring in me for a while, something that I wanted to potentially do. And honestly, I, I know that some people have their opinions about life coaching, like, I have heard other people be like, you know, especially when you're someone who's young like me, who's like, oh, you're, you're going to like, teach people how to live their lives. And when you're younger than them, I'm, all, I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> like, I'm not here to tell anybody that I live my life perfectly and you should all be like me. And I'm just preaching my ego. That's not at all what that work will be. Um, again, doesn't matter what people think, but, you know, I've heard people make stabs at life coaches. And I think there's probably a lot of bad ones, which is why I'm becoming a spiritual life coach. So I found a, um, like a a school, if you will, online. It's called the Awakened Academy. And it's ran by these 
amazing, like, um, published authors who have done all this work all around the world and blah, blah, blah. Super, super hippie, super spiritual. Um, definitely more than I am. <laughs> um, but that's, that's a good thing. If I felt completely comfortable with every aspect of it and like already felt like I knew a lot of it, why would I do it? You have to be uncomfortable a little bit to, um, to grow. So I started, I signed on, I'm paying it off over some time because it's not cheap, but it will be so worth it. I have heard amazing things. I know I'm going to learn so much. I know that I, it's going to be great healing work for myself too, because to, in order to be a life coach and in order to be a spiritual teacher of any kind, like you have to be a healed person. Um, if you have all these wounds and all this shit still, you, you, that's going to bleed onto others as well. So you have to be a healed person. So the whole first part of the certification is kind of going through that stuff, which is amazing. I'm so excited and I'm, it's going to be great having that compliment what I'm doing and hopefully I can kind of pivot because as we all know, a girl kind of wants to pivot. So this is my first step at that pivot. So super excited. Um, I haven't really gotten into it yet because I literally signed up for it on the plane. Don't don't worry. I like talked to recruiters and I, I thought about it. I didn't just like sign up randomly on a on the plane, but I officially signed up on the plane. And then obviously I was in Mexico. I was doing everything that is not spiritual and healthy for my body for a week. And now I'm back. So I'm really going to dive into it this week. But I did go through like part of the first module and it was a lot of talking about like um, essentially like am I – can I open myself up completely and allow abundance to come and growth and all these stuff. Like that was kind of the first part. And then they have like four guided meditations in every single like module. So a lot of meditating, a lot of work on my end and then eventually – I'll be able to help others with it. So super excited. It's going to take me like six months, but I am feeling great. I'm feeling aligned with that and I am super duper excited. So let's get into the episode. Today, we are talking about the ego. This is going to be a good one. It might make you uncomfortable. You might feel called out, um, but we're going to talk about the ego. So I want to preface this with like, I did not understand ego or how it is involved in all of us until very recently. So am I the most educated person on this topic? No, but I'm going to tell you what I've learned along the way and how that has helped me. And I'm going to call myself out too. So don't worry, we're all going to be called out. So the ego is not inherently bad. This is... I don't know if it's, is it considered subconscious? I don't know. It's a part of you that um, is, it's there to protect you. So your ego works in ways that it thinks, I say it like it's not you, but it is part of you, um, is going to keep you safest and most, you know, survival and success and all the things. So it's not inherently bad, but it is bad if we can't, uh, identify it and separate it and understand its function and 
why we needed to get it to turn off sometimes. Um, so how could it be affecting your life and your choices? So I want to call myself out here. So I, when I quit at the corporate gym I was working at and I had been looking at some places in the city, um, in the place I wanted to work at. And I remember like literally thinking like, these people are so cool. Like this is like the city, like I would like make it here, like totally. That was totally my my ego talking, like attracted to these things because I thought that they were going to like build me up. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Hell no. Like we all do those things all the time. But I specifically remember thinking like I got to get in with this gang. I got to be with these people. And that's how I'm going to be cool in the fitness world and be successful then in Minneapolis. And I have to get out to the city. And like I've said before, being in the city has always been a dream of mine too. So there was, there's a lot of layers to that, but you know, I wanted to do that. I get out there. I didn't love it. I, I loved the, some of the places I worked at out there were amazing and the people were amazing. I'm just talking about I don't know. I'm, I'm going to get to it. But then I was like, okay, I want to um, – I started dancing again, and I was like, I might try out for the Timberwolves um, for the dance team. And I was really excited. I went through, like, the whole, like, audition prep. I was talking to all the girls, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm – you know, I'd be my first year trying out, and, like, nobody makes it their first year they try out. Some people do, but, you know. But then, of course, me, I'm like, yeah, I'll make it yeah, I'm going to, I could do it. Um, and even if I didn't, whatever, I was just going to try. Um, and then auditions were coming up and I thought about my schedule and my life and my driving and the commute and all these things. And I'm like, I, if I somehow made it, I'd be screwed. (laughs) Like I'd be screwed. My mental health would tank. So I decided not to audition, um, which was hard seeing all these girls I know auditioning and killing it. And then most of them making the team, honestly. Um, But then I reflected and time passed and I'm like, you know, hyping everybody up. I'm like, that's awesome. You guys made it, whatever. And I looked inside myself and I was like, why did you actually want to be on that dance team? And I'm not saying that this is everybody. Please do not think I'm saying this is everybody. But for me, I realized that the only reason I wanted to do that was for my ego there was no other reason because did I heal my relationship with dance significantly in the last four years? Did I have more of a balance with that? Yes. All of the things. But when I thought, when they started talking about like, like practice times and stuff, I felt my heart sink to the ground because it brought me back to being on the dance team in college And how much I hated it and how much I hated how dance became a chore. And I'm like, I am going to resent dance again. If I would have done that, I would have resented it again. Um, But then I was like fighting with myself on it. And I'm like, you know, no, I wanted to be on it because it'd be amazing and an awesome experience. No, the only reason I wanted to do that shit is because I wanted to say that I was a dancer for the Timberwolves. Again, maybe that was just me. But once I looked internally, I was like, oh, my God, I am not aligned with this at all. 
this is not what I want. Everything about in the city was not what I wanted. It was all my ego. So that brings me to talking about finding our sole purpose in life. So I believe that we all have kind of like a mission and a purpose um, that we are supposed to find and figure out and nurture our whole lives. And I used to think that dance was it. I thought I found my purpose very young. I was like, again, I was going to move to New York. I was going to do the whole shebang. It didn't matter if I was a starving artist and poor. It didn't matter because I was going to be a dancer and that was my purpose. And then I realized and got very uncomfortable with that idea as I started to resent dance. And then college happened and now I'm in the fitness game, wellness, whatever. Here I am. Again, I found myself in a place that I didn't feel aligned with anymore, and now I'm finding my alignment. But um, if you feel like something isn't right, like something doesn't feel good, doesn't make your heart flutter, it's probably not your purpose. Now, am I saying go quit your job because you don't love it? No. Pump the brakes a little bit. I love to take a leap of faith, but... um, you know, don't make any rash decisions because there's a reason that you are where you are and that is going to bring you where you're supposed to go next. I feel like I'm going in circles. So your sole purpose and alignment is completely separate from ego, which is why you might feel out of place. So again, I realized that ego drove me to the city And it wasn't my sole purpose, alignment, whatever. So I left because I was able to identify that. Most aren't. Most people would have been able to like push through and say, this is my dream. This is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, I'm out now. And now I'm feeling very aligned with, well, here's the other thing too, is I'm not entirely aligned with fitness. That's why I'm getting this life coaching cert. I'm not aligned with it. Am I somewhat? Yes, but I can feel that shift happening again. And I hope that when you look back on your life, you can feel um, like remember how those shifts felt because I feel them all the time. Um, And when I look back, I can see it all perfectly laid out. Like I truly believe that you know, I was meant to become a trainer and meant to work at the first gym that I went at to learn all the things I learned from there and what I didn't want in a business I wanted to work for or what I did or, you know, when I learned the basics, it was whatever. But, and then I was meant to do the corporate thing. I was meant to fully realize that that's not what I wanted because you know, we're taught to believe like, do the nine to five, do the corporate thing. And I was like, oh, perfect. But I'll just do a gym style. Great. I'm set. But, you know, got the uncomfy. You got to go. I get that little voice in the back of my head that's like, get out, get out, get out. Um, So I left and I realized looking back, not only did I work there for the purpose of realizing I didn't want the corporate world and I wanted to work for myself, but also to meet someone. And that person is Erica my girl. Um, Because from meeting Erica, she actually propelled me on this journey somewhat. 
um, and has inspired me and gotten me to work for her to do some other things too. Um, and after Erica, I almost worked at, out of a different gym, but I decided not to because the vibes were not aligned, which I felt. Um, and losing my train of thought. But then I look back and I'm like, I was at that gym because I needed the, the owner of this specific gym believed in me and he made it very clear that he believed in me. And although I didn't end up working out of that gym and doing things there, I ran into this guy and went into that gym and talked with him. The reason that happened was because I needed to hear, I think. I needed someone to tell me that I could do it and that it was possible and that it's not really that complicated for me to start my own business. So then from there, God, what did I do from there? That I ended up going to Riverfront and training out of there and doing all the things I'm doing now. So when you look back, you will see like a little timeline. Look back on your life. And if you don't think, if you aren't able to think of things like that, if you aren't able to be like, okay, I saw this shift happen and I saw this and that, and that makes sense because it led me here and it led me there. We need to tap into your intuition because you you have a little voice, a little intuitive friend inside of you that is guiding you. You have spirit guides that are guiding you. You have the universe that is going to guide you, but you just have to listen. Um, and you have to be aware of how your ego functions in that. And that is, like I said, something I've only learned in the last like six months because I was chasing things that were completely ego-driven and not from my soul. And when you find things that are, you will literally feel your heart flutter. You will literally feel it flutter. You will feel light and happy. And that's what means you're on the right path. If something feels like shit, that's not good. And you guys need to read Super Attractor because she talks about this. Like We are conditioned to believe that everything in life comes at a price. Everything good, everything that is successful comes with extremely hard work and um, grind, 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 grind. Are those things still important? Yes. Hard work is amazing. I've been, I've been raised to believe that. And it's not not true. But what you have to do instead, I mean, not instead, do it with your hard work, is trust. Trust the process. Go with how you feel. Find that intuition because that's what's really going to guide you. That's who's really guiding you through that. It's not just, you're not in this alone. And maybe you do feel like you are in this alone, but that's actually limiting you. So we got we to gotta pivot. We got to pivot. Go with what feels good. I, this is like literally like Gabby Bernstein 101. She's amazing. Follow her. Listen to her. I think she has a podcast too. Read Super Attractor. Amazing. Because when you follow that, you're going to follow that, uh, that, uh, what, what was I saying? <laughs> like the path that, that, you know, when I went back on the timeline, timeline, you're going to find that timeline too. Um, it's incredible. So if you're not feeling great in the place that you're at, don't ignore that feeling. It's like tickling you for a reason. 
Um, and you might have to make some uncomfortable jumps because of that. But in the end, like I said, you'll look back and you'll be like, oh, shit, thank God I did that. Thank God. Um, you know, we think we want things, but it was probably your ego all along. So I like to think of my ego and like my soul as like two separate people inside of me, sort of. One is there to protect me and one is there to guide me. So think of it as kind of separate that make a part of you and you have to listen to both, but you have to start looking inward and figuring out why you want certain things. Like this episode is going in a million different directions. I hope it makes sense. But so in terms of manifesting, let's say, so finding clarity in what you want is super important because if you're trying to manifest, um, you know, a baby or a new house or something, that's very specific. But if you, if you're just like, I want to, I want to be successful. I want to make more money. Okay. That's not specific. You need to be specific because how is the universe supposed to align you with that? So a big thing that I have to like literally tell, like have a conversation with myself and my brain is talking about why I want to make money. Because a lot of people want to make money because it's ego driven. But when you break down, okay, what would money do for me? What is it going to bring me? Why do I want this money? Because money is a ticket, right? We all know this. Money's a ticket, but it's not what you want. You don't want money to have money. Your ego does. But you want money because your soul wants to travel the world and you want to be able to build this business that is going to help others. If it's not service or experience driven, it's probably your ego. If you just want to make money so you can stunt on everybody and go on trips so that you can post it on Instagram and show everybody that you're cool, ego. You hear me? Um, so like George is trying to go outside, but think about money, like literally start there. Think about money. Why do you want money? Because that literally changed my life. And you know what? It attracted more money into my life. Once I clarified why I wanted it, boom. So I would definitely say that clarity in what you want is the best way to deconstruct why you want what you want and identify if your ego is involved and how. So something that you can do is... I'm all for making vision boards. So you can do that or you can literally just write down all the things you want. Like the next year I want A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, the the big 10 or whatever. And then within that list, writing down why you want those things and be honest about why you do. And you might find that you have to knock some of those things off your list because you don't actually want them. Um, And trying to acquire them will be a lot harder because you are not aligned with the the flow of the universe if it's ego-driven. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense because um, that's, that's why a lot of things in life require such 
nitty gritty hard work is because you're working against the universe because you're not meant to have it. Um, you have to follow what feels good. But also, like, you know, we have to be uncomfortable to grow. We have to work hard, blah, blah, blah. I know, I know. Believe me, I'm not saying don't do those things. But deconstruct why you want what you want. Make that list. You'll find that you don't actually want the things that you think you wanted because it was probably ego-driven. Um, and you're just going to start flowing. Like, literally, it'll make your life so much easier because you are literally flowing with the flow of the universe. I just said flow like five times. But seriously, you'll be flowing. And now, like, I'm at a point where I'm, like, freaking flowing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even, you know, I'm doing my thing. And I'm listening to my intuition, my gut. And whatever happens, happens. Like, I know at the end of the day that I'm going to be successful and a boss bitch with the shmoney and the traveling because that's what I truly want. And um, I want money to travel, to help people, to speak on these things, to help more animals, to – and I need that ticket. Then the ticket is money, baby. So I figured out my money drive. I am flowing with what feels good with me right now, which is why I'm doing the life coaching thing. Um, you know, like you're going to figure it out. We're all going to figure it out, I promise. But you're just going to be <laughs> like, you know, like on the escalator, you're going like up the escalator that's going down if you are ignoring your, your intuition and not – deconstructing why you want what you want. So clarity, 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 clarity. And I promise it's going to make your life easier. Life is not always going to be easy. It's always going to be, you know, a little bit, it'll be hard sometimes. You're still going to have struggles. You're still going to have um, situations and, you know, traumatic things that are going to happen. That's life. But if you're constantly going against what you should be, you're, you're going to, you're not going to feel aligned and great and amazing. That's why so many people are miserable. That's why so many people hate their lives and their jobs and are depressed is because – and hold on before I keep talking. I know that what I'm saying, there is an incredible amount of privilege, like an incredible amount of privilege. It's almost like bleh for me to even say this because don't get me wrong. I fully realize that there are people that like – like if you're a single mom and you have kids – like you don't you don't have a choice necessarily to like go with the flow of the universe and like blah, like no you have to work to, to provide for your kids so I'm but I'm not talking to you like I'm I'm talking to the people that have that opportunity to do so and the people that maybe don't can use this with a grain of salt to better their lives so believe me I know that there's a a lot of privilege in saying that but um, <laughs> I just like literally had to stop myself and be like whoa. Um, but it's going to make your life easier. Everything is going to come full circle if you have the privilege to like fully do that. If you don't, just try your best. Take pieces of this. Listen to that intuition a little bit. And I promise that it's all going to work out in the end. Um, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know I jumped around a lot, um, but that's kind of my thing. I do write an outline, but I tend to barely look at it and I jump around and just flow. That's the word today. So thank you for listening. Thank you so much for supporting and sharing and everything. I love doing this and 
Hopefully we're going to get a little more traction soon. I do have a guest coming on very soon, so stay tuned for her. She's amazing. You're all going to love her, and she is very insightful, has experienced a lot of things, has a lot of wisdom, and it'll be great. So promise guests are coming. If you're getting sick of me talking for 30 minutes, it's going to change, and we're going to, yeah. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you can um, make your list, deconstruct your um desires in life and help it better your own life. Mwah. As always, come as you are, exactly as you are. Bye-bye.